0: Hi, and welcome to our episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. I'm Tim Reagan, your host for today, uh, and I've got with me my co-host, Katie Umland. Uh Katie, uh, tell us a little bit about your time here at Prairie View and what your role is, if you will.
1: Sure. So my role is the head of marketing. I'm in charge of the client experience here at Prairie View Wealth Partners, um, and I've been here since October of last year.
0: Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about uh, what it takes to live a very Fruitful or fulfilling uh, retirement, and when we talk about fulfilling retirement, we talk about living it with purpose. And when we think about that, uh, part of the reason, Katie, I hope that you and I can maybe have a conversation about this, is, is you've seen the voice of our customers, uh, the voice of those that we that we serve here at the Purdue family. Uh, hopefully, you can help to be their voice in today's podcast. So let's talk a little bit about. Uh, what it takes to, to live a fulfilled life, or what does a fulfilled retirement start to look like, and why is it different from when you were working? Uh, so Katie, if you would, with me for a little bit, uh, let's talk a little about the concept of what we consider our life box, uh, and, and what I'll do is I'll kind of draw out here our box of a lifetime. And at different points in your life, your box gets filled with different things. So. Give us a little input, Katie, and insight into who you are and what your family is like. Uh, what do you do with your life these days? How do you spend your time?
1: Sure. So, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I guess how it depends on how you look at it. I'm pretty far off from retirement, um, so my box looks a little bit differently now. Um, right now, I spend a lot of time um, with my son. He's only three months old, so um, a lot of time goes into caring for him. Uh, my other time, I spent working. Um, so I work here at Prairie View uh, part-time. So um, I'm either working in the office or working at home with Dylan. Um, and then I would say the other majority of the time is spent working at home on chores, yard work, um, keeping up with the house, um, that kind of thing. And a, I guess a tiny little space for my husband and I.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so when you think about your box right now, Is there anything that you have that you can really control or change how much of this, what we're gonna call Alex and Katie time, you get to spend every week? Or is most of your life, and most of the things that fill up your box of life, uh, are they kind of dictated to you, or do you have, uh, are they kind of predetermined? How'd that look?
1: I would say pretty predetermined. Um, I have days that I know I have to be in the office. Um, Dylan has needs, I have to feed him every three hours, so. Um, there's not a ton of, of flexibility, I guess, at this point.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy during those times. I don't know how it is for you, but I remember uh, when we had our kids, it seemed like every time you turned around, it was either a diaper change or a feeding or something. I so,
1: cannot believe how quickly three hours goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, why is he fussy? Oh, because he needs to eat again.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, and, and for a lot of our clients, as you know, uh, that feeding and that baby time starts to turn into travel soccer, or it turns into violin lessons and all kinds of stuff. So when the kids are home and they're younger, we find that a lot of our clients have have their box, if you will, is filled very similar to how your box is, where you have things that you have to do for your family, you have things that you have to do for work, then you have things that you have to do around the house. And it really doesn't leave a whole lot of time for you to do things outside of those which is why the smallest piece is that part up at the top for Alex and Katie, because you really don't have flexibility over how much you uh, you get to do uh, to, to devote to those types of things. So let's talk a little bit though about why is it important to have that conversation as you start to enter retirement and to start thinking about your box, because what ends up happening is when you get to life in retirement, all of a sudden. Your box looks like this again, nothing in it. Because all of a sudden you find yourself at a point where the kids have maybe moved out of the house, maybe have grandkids and those types of things. Uh, Work is no longer there. And you say, I don't think you get away from the chores around the house. All of a sudden you have a bunch of time in your box. And so as we talk to clients, as they start thinking about retirement, the conversation that we start to have is, you get to choose now what you put in the box. And so out here, you might have all kinds of stuff. Maybe you've got a section that you call grandkids. Maybe there's a section that you call volunteering. Maybe there's a section that you call travel. Maybe there's even over here, maybe there's like a lake home or something like that. And you get to choose now with this extra time that I have, which of these boxes or which of these things am I going to choose to put in my box? And if clients aren't intentional about how they do that, they many times can get into retirement and just kind of float through, uh, the alarm clock's not going off at 6 AM. We get up and go to work. They, and all of a sudden they're like, man, my box is full, but I don't know what it's full of because I wasn't intentional about how I filled it. And so now that we're getting close to retirement, it's the, it's the time for people to start filling their box. And now they can choose, you know, for this period of time, I'm going to spend this time with my grandkids. For this period of time, I'm gonna travel. Maybe this period of time, I'm gonna volunteer. And what we find is that many times, without the limitations of what they used to have, because if you remember, when you were working, all of this three quarters of your box was all dictated for you. You couldn't choose how how you spent that time. Now, in retirement, you get to choose that. And so many times what it does is it causes our clients to take a pause and the most successful ones start to reevaluate and say, what is truly important to me? Because up until this time, I had parameters around what I could fit my box. Today, that's not the case. So our encouragement is that as you start to go through that period of time or that transition, go through some, some exercises that will help you to determine what could go in your box. You might find that there are things that you didn't even think were possible that now are possible because of the the time that you have. So Katie, have you ever given any thought to what would life look like if you didn't have work and kids to take care of and all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, I try not to think about it too much because it's a little bit of a tease at this point, but (laughs) a little too far off. But um, yeah, in my dream world, when I do allow myself to think about it, I think about um, having time to work out. Um, I think about having time to travel with Alex um having time to choose what church services we want to go to right now our time is i feel like strapped so we're limited on um maybe we attend saturday nights um, versus wanting to go on sunday mornings um i I know we want to spend time um with our kids as they grow up Um, we've had many conversations about what we want our lives to look like together with them and and potentially our grandkids to come Um, we want to have time um, not only to travel, but to do short trips, long trips um, outside of the U S in the U S. So we have, a, we have a lot of plans.
0: Yeah. And so it sounds to me like with all those plans, we might have to expand this work portion. So you guys can yeah. say that. No, right? no, I don't no. think so. <laughs> For sure. Well, and so as we, as we talk about that, uh, just a couple of things that we encourage our clients to do. Uh, the first one is, when you get ready for uh, that transition, we find that it's better if you can t- take some time and maybe just be thoughtful around what are the things that maybe become possible that you didn't think were possible while you were working. Uh, a couple of exercises that, that some of our clients have found helpful. The first one is, uh, and, and this kind of goes in conjunction with each other. So start by taking about ten minutes, and uh, if you're not, if you're new to it, haven't done it before, uh, don't let it scare you. But, but we say take ten minutes and meditate. Uh, and people think that that means a bunch of stuff, but the easiest thing to do, take, set, take your phone out, uh, you know, set a timer on it for 10 minutes, close your eyes, start breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth, counting down from 10. And just do that until the timer goes off. What that does is it starts to free your mind from all the stuff that you had going on, all the running you were doing, all that kind of stuff, and you start with kind of a blank slate. The second step to that then is take out a notebook. Uh, I find that something that is, uh, whether it's got lines on it, a legal pad, whatever works for you, just take out a notebook. And then for the next uh, few minutes, just start writing and ask yourself a bunch of questions. Don't answer any of the questions. What we find is that many times with our brain, if you ask your brain a question, it will work on trying to solve it. The minute you make a statement, It stops working to try to solve the problem and thinks that the solution is there. And so the the type of journaling that we do, I encourage our clients to do, is one where you just ask questions. You can start out by something as simple as, what do I think I want to do in retirement? Would I want to spend time with the grandkids? If I spend time with the grandkids, what would I do? Do I want to travel with the grandkids? What would I do at church? How could I be a church? Would I want to be a service there? And, and you just start to unpack that. And as you ask those questions, one question will lead to the next, will lead to the next. And what we find is that many times, by the time our clients get to the end of the page, all of a sudden, they've got some clarity around things that they'd like to do that maybe never even came to it before. If it were things that was already in their mind, many times they have clarity and more detail around what those things look like and how they want to go about filling their lives so we would encourage you to do that the second thing is we would just encourage you to come to a meeting whether it's with us or another financial advisor with an open mind you know we have the opportunity from our vantage point to see our clients doing lots of different things for retirement and our ability if you will sometimes is to ask those questions and help you to think that through and sort it out but what we find is the clients that go through a little bit of prep time before they get to retirement End up filling their box with things that are far more significant to them uh, than if they hadn't taken the time. So we would encourage you take some time, figure out what you want to put in your box, know that you've got time that's more of yours. Uh, And until we meet again, please feel free to call at any point in time where we help to hope to help you live your legacy with confidence. If you found this podcast helpful, please like us and subscribe to the podcast. Be well. Thank you.